Hi, welcome to Creatoring. This is Zach. Um, sorry, I'm trying to remember how to make Audition do the voice record podcast thing. Uh, thank you guys for sticking around. I think there's still like 10 subscribers to this podcast list. Uh, geez, it's been almost a year since I've recorded an episode. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but we moved to North Carolina. I don't remember. Sometime last summer. And I promised that this show would become a weekly show. And then I just stopped putting them out. <laughs> so a bunch of stuff happened. I got laid off, went to a funk, like a depression, I guess. Depression-esque. I don't know what you want to call it. I called it a depression. I didn't go see a counselor or anything about it. Just stewed in it for a while and kind of let all the stuff I enjoyed drift to the side and just worked enough to keep my kids fed, but not enough to put out new podcast episodes. Feeling better now, but realized as I was doing more and more freelance stuff that I needed some kind of output, some kind of a way to communicate with people that I wasn't talking to every day because I'm more of an extrovert, obviously. I don't know if you guys noticed, but now I'm working from home as a motion designer. And I wasn't getting that connection that I needed. Uh, so I really want to get creatoring back up and going. We just got back from Creative South this week. And a lot of people asked me when the show was coming back. And I don't know why, but that kind of surprised me. I'm glad you guys like stuff that I make and the episodes we were putting out. But hearing that feedback kind of came as a surprise. Maybe I'm still in that weird mental place. But uh, we're going to work on it. I'm going to try to get it back up. Got some more things to announce in the next couple weeks. Um, I've got five episodes I recorded last summer that I want to put out now. In this episode, I'm going to share with you guys a conversation I had with a friend of mine in Texas whose name is Dalton Stark, who goes by the Instagram handle Dalton Doodles. Recorded this last May... (laughs) And I think a lot of things have changed for Dalton. One thing for sure, uh, in this episode, he talks about wanting to go to Ghost Ramp Camp and applying for it. Not sure if he's going to get to go. He went, and I think he enjoyed it a lot. Um, He talks about starting a sticker company thing. That didn't really go the way he talks about it here. He started a Patreon page for his illustration work, and it's amazing. I subscribe to it. I highly suggest you guys do it. You can find the link on his Instagram, at Dalton Doodles. Other than that, we talk about the universe, how it may or may not work, how gross the word daddy is, how spoiled my kids are, and how to hold on to things that you love to make as a kid. Hope you guys enjoy it, and here's my conversation with Dalton. Why don't you have a Texas accent? Oh, I don't know. It's weird because it's like some people say that some people say that they kind of hear it and I don't believe them. I heard when you <laughs> did your mom's voice, but I thought you were just making fun of your mom more than anything. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's, see, that's the funny thing is like uh, whenever I. Uh, oh, it's like whenever I whenever I uh, interpret my dad, it's like 
people say that he has a thicker accent and I do not think it's that bad, but whenever I do, it's always like, come on, son. Like it's always like that. Like, like yeah, whenever, whenever, yeah, come on, come on down. son. come here. You know, he, he does say that though. He's like, come here, son. You know, but it's like, uh, uh, what's we call it. It's, it's, it's so funny because it's like people that haven't met him yet. Um, like when they hear me, talk about him you know and like use this accent or whatever and they meet him they're like he doesn't have an accent you know it's like i thought he was gonna be this big country guy with a cowboy hat you know and it's like well you know most days he's like a closet one you know but it, it's really funny because it's like i've lived and uh, i've lived my whole life in katie texas it's it's weird man i went to the same high school my dad did and it's like i don't know it's, it's one of those things you definitely wonder like should I leave this place? You know, <laughs> you know, I feel like, I feel like it's like a Luke Skywalker thing or something. We're just, just like stuck on this, you know, stuck on this rock. <laughs> I mean, now that you're internet famous, you shouldn't have any trouble going. Uh, I, I guess I have some popularity on Instagram. I think that's cool. You know, I, I <laughs> you do the occasional, the, the, <laughs> the occasional search up your own name and you're like, Oh, I guess I haven't made it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, you know, when wiki's got a page for you or something like that. Let's but. see. Dalton Stark. It's probably like a baseball player. Yeah, you I used play to play in Corpus Christi, did you? No. No, no. I, I, I got a, I used to get messages from like these really hot girls all the time uh, about uh because apparently there was a Dalton Stark that played baseball and apparently it was very handsome and there was like <laughs> he's just a handsome baseball man and they're like, So do you play baseball? And I'd always be like, Now but I draw, you know. <laughs> I make like stickers and like, draw on yeah, pizza make boxes. Stickers and draw on pizza. What do you think? You know, and they're like, Oh, I think I have the wrong person. Oh, no. like yeah. Try to try to snatch up the the wanderers, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how ah. was uh, how was the sticker commission to raise rent going? Oh, it's been going good, man. It's it's definitely got a lot of uh, it got it got a lot of good feedback. Um, just been banging those out as much as I can. So it's like it's it was one of those things where it's like you know what I'm gonna I'm just gonna open. I I really enjoy doing these. I'm gonna open it up and see what happens. And are you gonna stay in Katy? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm still going to be in Katy. You I know, don't know much, I, like, so where is it to like all the you know people? So I'm in Georgia mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I'll come down to Baton Rouge once a year. A friend of mine, throws a conference in Baton Rouge called oh. the crop conference. Oh, cool. 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 But like, how far are you from that? Or like Austin or Houston or, uh, okay. Like, so Alamo I'm draft house. To, oh yeah. Alamo dra- yeah. We got an Alamo draft house in uh, Katy at least, but oh, there uh, you go. Yeah, so but um it's it's literally thirty minutes from Houston. So it's like outside like Houston is what we're like known for being close by. But uh Yeah, my my, my parents are actually in Georgia right now. They're in Savannah. Um okay. Yeah, uh but um yeah, I uh it's it's about two and a half hours from Austin, uh about an hour and a half from College Station and all that and uh so it's like you can go home and sleep where it's quiet, and then when you want to go do like the fun shit, it's not that. Exactly. Not that yeah, it's it's like a thirty minute drive. You know, Houston traffic gets a little. I th- I think that's the, I think that was a big thing for me was is I was always trying to uh, overcome that Houston traffic, sure. like the anxiety of like 
getting on there and because of like Katie, you know, Katie track traffic's on nothing, you know, it's like, you know, it gets busy around five or so, but it's like, <laughs> like Houston traffic. It's like people are, someone wants to die. You know? yeah. <laughs> and they could be among you. It sounds and like Atlanta. Right. Oh gosh. It's just like, it's so whack, man. It's, uh, it's, but there's a lot of cool stuff out in Houston. If you're willing to go, you know, it's like, uh, you know, we got the got the zoo and everything, which I really enjoy. We have, uh, you know, this uh, the museum, the Houston Museum of Natural Science has got this really cool paleontology hall that I'm very much about that they uh, renovated some years back. That's what you wanted to be, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it actually was. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to be a paleontologist for like ever. Like I I, I um, it was like I I always had this like fascination with fascination with dinosaurs. Uh, I, I, I still, I definitely still do. I was, uh, I was always like a big nerd for, uh, paleontology and like evolution and just like the whole mess of things that had to do with, uh, you know, like prehistoric life. And, um, I, uh, I, yeah, I desperately wanted to be a paleontologist for the longest time. And, uh, especially after I saw Jurassic Park when I was a kid, that was like the yeah. religious movie that I watched, you know. And uh, this is a question that's come up a lot. How old were you when you saw Jurassic Park? Oh man, let's see. I was. How old are you? I have no idea how. Old I'm twenty. I'm twenty two. I'm okay. twenty two. I figured so, you were Yeah. And uh, when Jurassic Park came out, nineteen ninety five, something like that. I think so. I was born nineteen ninety five, so. I was probably like three or something or nice. I don't know, three, four. I, I was really young, dude. It was like, I had this short, I was probably going to be like a horse rider or like a cowboy or something before, because it was like, I, that was the first thing that I was really passionate about was horses. Apparently. Yeah. Growing up and in I Texas. was like, as soon as, yeah. And then as soon as I, oh, I didn't even, <laughs> weird. I didn't even <laughs> think about that actually, but it was like, uh, I, uh, it was like as soon as I saw dinosaurs, it's like those are way cooler. See horses, you know. I was like they they're big and they have teeth and they're basically just like lizards, you know. So yeah, I'll take a brachiosaurus over like a a pony, any day. Yeah, I was just I don't know. It was like I was really I feel like um I feel, it, it's so funny, you know, the things that you like you're innately passionate about as a kid, you know, I feel like you kind of, when you grow up, you kind of find these ways of, uh, I guess like paralleling them to your life in a lot of way. And like seeing these like significances that like, uh, you, uh, you know, that, that as a kid, you're just like, Whoa, I like this thing and I don't know why, but I like it. And that's okay. You know, but it's like, as you get older, it's like, I don't know. It's like those things start to have like more meaning for you and everything. You know, it's like uh, what it, like for for dinosaurs, it was you know one of those things where it's like um, I always thought it was I, I I always thought the the like the history of them was really cool. The idea that it's like um, if you know like they were at the top of their game and it was um, there's literally nothing like everything was going great, you know? And then all of a sudden it was like a huge natural disaster meteor, you know, thing, um, you know, came and wiped them out and all that. But it was like, without that, like we wouldn't be talking on this podcast right now because it's like, you know, because it's like that, that event that like, 
complete that like mass death you know like gave you know like mammals like a chance to you know have yeah, their way the you know environment up for us you know made it exactly so we could thrive and then yeah it's like oh yeah it's it's such a weird just a weird circumstance thing. I, I just i always thought that was really fascinating i guess and it's like um no for sure just how like little i mean it it was a big thing because it was a global event but how little random things on you know can affect yeah. this far in the future yeah absolutely and it's like it, it's always um change the whole path of history yeah it's so it's so weird it's it's like i i feel like that's like um as people that's why we're always trying to uh i don't know i, f- I feel like people are always trying to um get this like justification for things and trying to figure out like uh we're trying to make sense of like how just wild everything is you know because everything is just the 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 chance of everything happening forever for just us to be where we are right now is is insane like no matter which way you look at it really religious or more scientific or you know or you know whatever i I think i think it's one of those things where it's like all the all the theories that have led us you know to where we are today it's like they're all really wild in their own way you know and it's like i think I think that was a big thing for me too, was, uh, was uh, becoming very open-minded about that concept because I feel like uh, I feel like when I was in high school, I was definitely very jaded about a lot of those things. I, you know, like like you are in high school, you're you know very angsty and all that. But I feel like that was like a big thing that I learned was uh, you know it's like you have all these you know different. Uh, different theories for you know where we are today and it's like uh, whether any of them's right or wrong it's like if they sound cool and they like give you some creative you know insight into something and just make life a little more interesting it's awesome you know it's like I have this uh, I have this co-worker that's um, you know he's like a flat earth guy you know and it's like it's flat earth you know but it's like it's i you know it's like i don't bother arguing with them because it's 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 like i love hearing i love hearing somebody that is so convinced about that you know it's fascinating it's like i love like it's like i love that someone is like so uh so convinced that like this is it you know like that there's a huge dome over the earth and that there's these alien spacecrafts that are like bumping into it and like Parts of their crystal ships are like falling down to the earth. That's amazing. I haven't heard that one before. Oh man, this guy is he's he's America's sweetheart. Let me tell you, (laughs) uh, I love him death, but he's just he's a he's he's a nut, man. It's so funny. Years of like just conspiracy that's had to been kept together by the scientists together. Yeah, everybody's in on it. Apparently, is the whole yeah. thing. It's like, it's like, it's like Russia's in on it, and because it, yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, I, I think I was watching something. It was talking about how, um, uh, it was like if if like yeah, if if we fake the moon landing, then Russia would have like, like would call us out on it or something, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and that would you know further the flat Earth kind of deal. And I don't know, it's just it's just goofy. I, I just that, but that's what I love is that it's like it's like you have like the flat Earth theorists, and it's like there's hollow Earth, which is like a pretty cool concept too. You know, like the dinosaurs under the Earth. Anybody, you know, like cool stuff. As long as the Nazis weren't the first ones to find it. <laughs> 
good point about Nazis. That's usually where I hear you know, the Nazis are hiding out down there. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even think of it. Oh, that's that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a real. That's a real conspiracy theory. Is it really? Yeah, oh, I, I don't entrance. know why I never got that one. That's why they were trying to take Russia in the winter so they could get to the <laughs> entrance. The entrance to the Hollow Earth is in red. That's insane. Uh, yeah. No, oh, but here, I mean, man. yeah, just as long as their story's not hurting anybody and they're, you know, like when you believe that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I always go back to like whatever it takes to get through this shitty life. I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah. Whatever you need yeah. to hold on. Right, to, right. You know, just don't yeah. mess with anybody else's stuff. I yeah I'm 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 on the same page it's just I I think it's yeah it's like whatever I hate to say whatever helped you sleep at night because that's condescending but it's more it's more it's more like whatever you know it's it's like you said you know it's like it's like whatever helps you get through you know at the end of the day and it's like I don't you know it's like it's like as long as you're not harming anybody you know it's like it's just it's interesting yeah no and I anything uh, yeah that's a great way to look at it too I wonder how many of your like illustration ideas might have come from listening to people who otherwise might have been dismissed just because you want to give them a minute to tell their story oh yeah absolutely it's like that was like a i don't know in like uh that's i i feel like when i started being a little more open-minded about that stuff because like like i said when i was in high school i was bad i was a bad i was a bad little little atheist boy and (laughs) it was like I was just, because I was just mad at the world, you know, and when you when you when you're mad at the world, you want to pick something like you want to pick something to focus all your anger on. So you pick on, you know, you, you pick something that's like existential or esoteric or whatever, and you just attack it, you know, and it's like I was just I don't know. It's it's like I look back and I just cringe. I'm like, oh, you know, it's like, why do you got to be so mad, dude? Why are you so mad? You know, and it was I tried like, to show a picture of myself in high school to my kids just like mm-hmm. how I dressed in high school as like mm-hmm. my little rebellious punk hardcore metal kid right Dalton, I had a long green flannel shirt I got a hot topic <laughs> that had flames coming up the side of it yes and I would dude. wear that under my brown shirt that had a monkey on the front of it that said who threw poo <laughs> and then my khaki oh, jinkos do you remember jinkos you might not remember Jinkos. Those were the huge, like twenty-two. Inch. Oh yes, yes, yeah. I do know what you're talking about. Yes, with my two chains on my wallet. Yeah. Wow, this is a beautiful picture you're painting, dude. <laughs> and Love I just, them. I couldn't bring myself to show it to my kids. That's just. It's <laughs> like, oh man, that's like the whole thing with Facebook too, man. It just psychs me out. It's like uh, the idea that one day my kid's going to get a Facebook login and like, you know, cause it's like, it's like they could just scroll down my feed and be like, Oh, that's what Dalton was like <laughs> saying. And like, it, it's, it's, I'm so, it's so weird because it's like you grow up and your parents show you like photo albums and everything. Um, you know, and they're like, Oh yeah, this is what I was doing. And they, they show you like Polaroids and like old photograph, old film photo, photo, photography, you know, mm-hmm. of like, what uh, what they were doing when they were about your age and you kind of get a glimpse into it but it's like nowadays it's like i'm so it, it freaks me out to think that like one day i'm gonna have a kid that 
is gonna just look like could get Facebook and just look on my Facebook and be like <laughs> a very get a very transparent version of who I was when I was about their age, you know. And it's like I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. A lot of solo cups, <laughs> right? Yeah, solo cups and yeah, pure bars. angst and yeah. Hold on one second, Dalton. I think my wife abandoned me with the kids. In the room. <laughs> It's so fun. I feel like every time we mention kids in any sort of way, it's like, show up. It's like bam, yeah. manifests. But this is also how kids operate these days. He can't get the PlayStation 4 to work, so I said, go play the Switch. <laughs> can't get that game to work? Play this yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't work. Get on your iPad. <laughs> Maybe go outside? No, actually, no, don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. It's like, it's, I usually would send him outside, but it's like pouring down rain right now. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> no, wink, wink. Yeah, you know. Um, are, are we recording? Oh, yeah, we've been recording. I <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I was wondering. I was like, man, I was like, we're getting some good talks here. You know, I was like, I hope, I hope we're. I always I start recording before my guests join because I figured I found out that if you tell somebody you're recording, people kind of shift and go into like a, a different go, okay. mindset. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They go into the interview mode. I was, I was. Mode. It's so funny. Do what? They like start performing almost, and I'm like, right. I just want. To yeah, I would have had it. That's why I don't have my Texas accent, dude. Because <laughs> like, you didn't right, know I was recording. Damn. Yeah. It. No, I would. I would have been. I'm just like. <laughs> Hey, hey, Zach. How you doing? Hey, Zach. That's hey, Georgia. That sounds more like Georgia. I guess it. <laughs> I can't differentiate. I know, well, man. I'm not good at accents. The only, the only Southern accent I can tell apart is a New Orleans accent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like first I said New Orleans, I'd get punched in the face. It's not <laughs> or something like that. But Close um, I was looking at your Instagram and Tumblr, and I kept noticing, you know. I've, I've been tracking along with you for probably like a year or two now, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I've got stuff you drew for me. It's not hanging up right now. It's in a box because we're getting ready to move. But sure, I was never Why sure if the whole, a lot of your descriptions pop up. Like, I feel deeply connected with the universe and the people around me. And I was never sure if it was like hipster bullshit or if you were like, actually. Uh, right, so it's, right. It's nice to hear like that's actually where you operate from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 really funny because it's like I um I don't know. I I definitely I I definitely feel like I come from kind of a like a contrasting thing where it's like um like my dad's like a really big hero of mine and he's just he's just a very simple guy, you know, and it's like I feel like I feel like nowadays I've tried to well not tried to, but it's like I I feel like I've well, yeah, I, f- I feel like I've naturally become more like my dad in a weird way where it's like I feel like I've been approaching life a lot simpler. And but at the same time, it's like beneath that, I still um, I feel like there's like this like uh, definitely this introverted, like introspective side of myself, you know, that I'm always trying to express in some way, you know, and it's always uh, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where. <clears throat> like uh i feel like i have i feel like i'm always searching for those moments when i feel very like i, I like that i feel I, I feel like generally when when i with the the times that i'm posting those kind of things that i'm like i feel so connected to everything you know whatever like um is 
generally when I'm feeling really good about my drawing, (laughs) you (laughs) know, because it's like that, that's, that's the biggest thing, man. It was like, yeah, even yesterday I was, uh, you know, I was, I was doing a little time-lapse recording because I was like messing around with my, uh, my video camera and it was, uh, I had my headphones plugged in. I was just drawing in my sketchbook and it was like, that's like my favorite part of drawing. It's like when I'm in my, that's, I, I was talking to my friend about this and yesterday and out of all the sort of drawing stuff, you know, that I do, um, cause you know, I draw, I draw every day, you know, that's mm-hmm. like the only, that's, that's like my, my, my go-to, like, I got to do this thing, you know, it's not, it's not really even like, an, I got to do this obligation. It's like, I just, I fucking love it, man. You know, drawing is amazing. Get, that, get it like that muscle work in. Yeah. 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 It's like, I got to get that muscle work, but I also got to get that fix at the same time, sure. you know? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. um, and uh it's it's one of those things where um out of all the you know it's you know because sometimes i'll do some like more sketch driven uh sculpted you know i'll 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 take some more time on a design and you know sketch it out more like when i do my uh, character design and um more illustrative stuff but my absolute like the 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 breakdown of the favorite thing drawing that i like doing is just drawing in my sketchbook just doodling in my sketchbook you know i feel like that's like the purest form of like what i like doing you know as as an artist and um it's one of those things where it's like i i'm just i feel like i'm constantly just trying to get in that mode where i'm drawing and i'm surprising myself you know because that's that's kind of how i like to draw uh with with you know doing pen and ink um, when I'm, you know, I try to, I, I don't let a pencil into my sketchbook usually, um, because I'm just not a big, like, I like to, I like to see what, ha- I like to surprise myself when I'm doing, um, my, my, uh, sketchbook work, you know, that's, because it's, that's kind of a transition too. Cause I'm looking yeah. at one from 2015 and it's all pencil. When did that kind of switch? Oh man. Oh, that was, um, let's see, 2015. So that was, Almost three years ago now. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. That was um, September twenty fifteen. Yeah, I um, I was probably. I'm wanting to say I think if I ever did pencil, it was probably because I saw another artist that was doing some sort of pencil work, and I was like, "Oh, they're really good because they're probably doing pencil. I ought to do that," you know. And but I feel like it comes with confidence too, because I was gonna. I think uh, as your work going from 2015 to now in your line work and in your character design, there's a lot more confidence in it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I, you know, it's so funny uh, because it's like, I feel like, I feel like the drawing that I'm doing the, the, I guess the, the more stylistic look of just everything that I'm doing now, I feel like it was always there, but it was like, I was disregarding it. You know, it's like, I, I feel like I was drawing like that since high school, like in the corners of like my homework and you know everything. It was like I feel like it was like hiding there, and it was like bored with like an ink pen, just like in the corner of a paper or a test, you know. But um, I feel like as I started to realize, um, you know, my my pen work was something that I was really connected with. Um, I started to get really a lot more into it, and it was I think it was only. I want to say 2016, it was when I actually started, like, I feel like when I started actually having sketchbooks that were, one, actually full, <laughs> and then two, it was like, 
sketchbook said, I was actually like, oh, I think like I could actually go back and look at this like a couple years, you know, like a year later and something and not be, and actually gain something from it, you know, and uh, I don't know. I think there's just something really special about doing um, straight pen or at least uh, at least for me, like in finding the way that I that I like drawing mm -hmm. because it was one of those things where um, I feel like when I was doing straight pen, I'm getting the most authentic version of what I'm going to do. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm not, when it, I was, it actually ruined me for pencil for a while because I was, I was actually really scared of using pencil because, um, when I would try to pencil something out, um, I had all these options, you know, it was like suddenly, um, suddenly the first line didn't matter because I could just erase it. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that's what, um, and I, I feel like maybe that, uh, I'm, I, I still struggle with that sometimes because I feel like there's a certain look, there's a certain, there's just, there's just a certain magic about, um, about a pen, like a pen and ink drawing that like when you doodle it, it just looks, it just looks good. You know, it just looks like, like it's like, it's a little bit off, you know, or it's like trying to be symmetrical, but it's a little off center. There's like this there's almost like this grittiness about it that makes it like sweeter, I guess, you know, more honest. And, um, yeah, it's like more honest. It's like, it's not, I, th I think, um, I, I think I'm trying to lean more towards my doodle work, I guess, because it's like, I feel like that's more of an authentic version of myself. And it's like, I'm always trying to, I'm always trying to get closer to how I live as a person and how I do everything including my work you know like my artwork and my drawing and it's like i feel like i'm trying to live life simpler so it's like i'm trying to make my lines simpler you know and not over complicate things all the time and are including people, my are art people, yeah. are people picking up on that like are you getting client work do you want client work yeah um see that's that's a big thing too it's like i'm I, I feel like i'm trying to figure out my niche you know it's like i'm trying to figure out um where i fit in with all that because um it's like i i feel like i'm it's you know it's like it's like one of those things you go on pinterest and you see all these like brandished illustration stuff and you're like man i have to have this very clean like very like digitally digitally made super clean full page spread of things and um i just uh i don't know it's like i always it, it's i think after a while i just got so exhausted trying to be that and i was you know it's like i i um i definitely want to move towards client work because i feel like if i want to truly make a living at it i'm going to have to you know but it's like um uh, at the same time, I'm really interested in kind of business to customer relationships where it's like, um, instead of me working with, um, companies and everything, which I'm not opposed to, and I'm, you know, currently doing a little bit of work that way. Um, you know, it's like, I, I, I enjoy the customer relationships too, where it's like me, you know, providing something directly to people such as, you know, it's like, I'm wanting to, start taking my sketchbooks to Gumroad and, you know, maybe start doing some YouTube stuff and like, you know, and like doing the Instagram, even doing the Instagram live streams, you know, it's like, I love that. I love talking with the people on there, you know, it's like, yeah. so I just realized the ghost girl sticker 
mm-hmm. has the read tag on the iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good joke. Uh, oh yeah, no, I, I uh, oh no, that came from a very honest, a very, yeah, very honest did. place. <laughs> I will tell you that I was like, I, oh man, I was getting, I was, I was, I got pretty ghosted by, uh, well, you know, somebody and. Um, <laughs> Not not the first time, but it was like it was one of those things. It was literally one of those things where I she was thought like, she you played know, baseball and yeah, she thought I was the baseball <laughs> dolphin. She fell in love with me, you know, and uh, or I, maybe I fell in love with her. I don't know, but uh, it was uh, one of those things where uh, yeah, it was it was literally one of those. Um, I'm gonna channel my, my my feelings into my art. It's like oh, I'm sick of getting ghosted, man. So I was like, I'm gonna do a ghost girl. That's kind of like a yeah. How do you feel about that? But it's like at the same time, I'm like, oh, this is a good design. Yeah, good job, Nolan. Yeah. I think I think we did this. I think that adds into. I think a while ago I asked you like, because again, like I come from like photography illustration and now i do motion and animation stuff so there's not as much drawing in it mostly because i choose to not draw that much i could draw sure. as i wanted to but i was asking you for tips and like where your mindset was and one of the big things you pushed back was well one always have a sketchbook which is great advice for anybody but try to draw the what you see in a fun way yeah, so yeah, you're still yeah. Keeping it fun, which is good to say. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that I forgot. <laughs> yeah. No, it's um. I I feel like that's the biggest thing is um, is you know it's because I you know it's like I have friends that uh, you know after drawing around them so much that it's weird you know that uh they're like man I kind of want to like do some drawing like how but it's like whenever I draw I get frustrated or I don't have like I I just get mad at it you know which I feel like maybe is naturally the case anyway when you're trying to learn something new but it's like at the same time um yeah it's like it's like that's because that's how I always try to approach it is that you know what I'm doing here is I'm just I'm doing it sure it's like I want to monetize on it some way because I enjoy doing it. But in saying that it's like, I do it because it's fun. You know, it's like, I do it because in, in, in that it's like, I want to have fun with my drawings, you know? And it's funny you say that. Cause it's like, I feel like that's something that I've been trying to tap more into as well. And that I've kind of noticed about the um, things that I like is that I love things that are just weird. They're fun. They're over the top. That's why I feel like, I feel like things like, like anime, you know, it's like, I feel like that's, that's why I like it so much is because, um, not that I'm the hugest anime guru of all time, but you know, it's like, I probably have a select few, but it's like, I, um, it's like, I love the ones that are like, like fully coolie kill a kill a lot of the trigger stuff, you know, but sure. it's like, um, the stuff that's just over the top that's like it's got like really over the top stuff going on like that's like re- really exaggerated stuff really like overly whatever you know it's like i i i like it because it's um and it's it's just it's wacky you know and it's 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 fun it's weird and it's like i i want it's like I'm, i feel like i'm trying to translate that more into my work as well it's like how can i make this more like um it, it, it's how can I make this one in a way that hasn't that's like not been rehashed before mm-hmm. that's kind of something a little new um that's you know people aren't 
generally have seen it this way, but at the same time, uh, trying to just keep it fun, you know, it's like, I feel like, um, I feel like some of my better drawings have come out of me just sitting down and out of like clearing the anxiety of like, Oh, what do I draw? And just going, I'm going to draw something really stupid. You know, it's like, <laughs> like uh, I drew, um, it was like this little, uh, hot dog centaur that I drew recently. And that literally came, that, that was the funniest thing. Cause it was like, um, I think it's like brute magazine, like featured it on their Instagram wall and all that. And it was so funny. Cause I literally sat down. I was like, I was like stressing myself out. I was like, oh, I don't know what I should make. I want to make something today. And, um, I was like, you know what? I was like, screw it. I'm just going to draw the stupidest thing I can think of. I was like, I'm going to draw a sweaty hot dog and then we'll just go from there. And it was like, I was like trying to draw like a little jogging hot dog or something. And I was like, oh, let's just make it a, like a centaur or something. You know, it's like, you just kind of like, I, I don't know. It's so, it's just weird. You just have, I, I guess, I, I guess that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, you just have fun with it. Yeah. You just, uh, how, you many, just ride it out. how many drawings don't end up online? Um, because I see the hot dog centaur, but I don't think I saw mm-hmm. the attempts at a running, sweaty hot dog. Oh right, well yeah, it's like uh those um that's a good question. I feel like I feel like I'm pretty transparent about the drawings that I make, um especially with your live streams. Yeah, yeah, live stream the hot dog thing. Right, yeah, it was like um. I, I I know I did that one in secrecy. It was like I th- I think more of the like the sw- the uh, like the beginning stages. They were probably like smaller. It's it's more of uh, sketches that don't, and they're they're really loose sketches of those things that don't get shown. Like I, I don't show a lot of my sketch work. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like I'm actually uh, very transparent with the stuff that I show. I feel like it's very. Um, very rare that I draw something that I'm not posting online, which I don't know is if it's a good thing or bad thing sometimes. Cause I'm like, should I have stuff that I just don't show to people, <laughs> you know? And I, I definitely, but that being said, I definitely do. You know, I have a couple things that I've done recently that I'm just like, like, I don't want to, like, I don't like, it's not that it's not that it's bad, but it's not that I feel like it really fits, um, kind of what I'm doing. And I'm just like, you know, like this is for just a little something for somebody, you know, I'm just going to keep this on the down lows. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that's cool. I, I think that's one of my favorite things just about art in general is how much of it can just be personal and be kept for you or for a close mm-hmm. friend or even a client. Right. But just knowing that it lives in that place is like, mm-hmm. a, so when I do animation stuff, I saw somebody else do this the other day. If I have a character wearing a hat, Mm-hmm. I'll anim. I'll illustrate the hair under the hat. Yeah. Even though the hat of the character will never come off. Uh. But I know it's there. Yeah. <laughs> so you do something dumb like give him a bald spot or something. Like, right. No one will the, the ever know it's there ever, but they will never yeah. know. But, but I spent know. ten minutes doing that just because I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it, though. That's exactly what I'm saying is like, you got to find those like little moments when you're when you're working on something that it's like it amuses, you know, you have to find something amusing for you, you know, it's like, and I I think that's such a good example, because it's like, I, I I feel like that's what I'm constantly chasing. And um, it's just like, what's the next funnest thing that I can do, you know, that I can sit down and do and just really dig into it. You know, it's like, I, I feel like I'm trying, I feel like I'm in a stage where I'm trying to figure out, uh, how to make the most of the things that 
feel like they flow very naturally and almost kind of perpetually from me i guess and that's how i feel that's how i feel about my sketchbook stuff is like i feel like i could just i could sit i i you know it's like i sit down every day and i draw in my sketchbook you know and i just i i can and that, that's like something that i can as soon as the pen hits the paper you know it's like i feel like i can just keep going you know and it's like i'm trying i guess like i'm in a stage where i'm trying to figure out um if i'm wanting to do more of this how do I make it where it's okay for me to be doing more of this? You know what I mean? Sure. I think that's one reason I wanted to have you on the show too. And one reason I like your work and when we talk online is how unjaded you've become with the creative process. Cause most of my friends and people I've talked to on the show are older, well older mm-hmm. than you anyway. And, um, everyone is still like burnt out by clients or, mm-hmm trying to figure out how to have fun with this thing they love still mm-hmm. or like um you said it earlier like the things that you loved as a kid influenced so much of your creative process it does that for everybody but a lot of right, folks right. have to fight to remember what it was they loved as kids oh absolutely yeah and it's like i i feel like um i de- i feel like i definitely have those moments where it's like i'm i'm trying to um I feel like I'm fighting this sense of like growing up where it's well, like, I'm trying feel... to like, Oh, you're young. You haven't been broken by the world. Oh, yet. No, no, I think no, it's no, more no, of an no. encouragement. <laughs> like I'm in it more. It's like, this is a thing that more people need to aspire to mm. that mindset you have. But yeah. So what were you saying? Oh no, no, no. I just, I, I definitely, um, I don't know. It's, it's like, I definitely have the moments where, you know, just like everybody else where it's like, I sit down to draw and it's uh it's like art's hard sometimes you know it's like art art is just hard you know and um but I feel like I'm that was that was a really funny thing is when I was going to uh, graphic design school uh I went to a little community college for a couple years you know trying to become a graphic designer because if apparently if I wanted to bank money and do creative work I had to go to graphic design school (laughs) and be a graphic designer is what everybody told me yeah so I did that and, um, but I was, uh, I'm, I was a really bad student and, um, I just didn't enjoy the program. And, uh, I was like, I wanted to draw all for all my, for all my graphic design projects. I wanted illustration in all of them, which was, um, I had a, uh, I had a design teacher, uh, threaten me to do a, that I was going to have to do like a lawyer's brochure or something because all my stuff was too fun. They literally told me that it was insane, dude. And they're like, all your stuff is too fun and hand drawn. We're going to make you do like a really boring lawyer's brochure. If you don't stop that. I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was like, um, they, they really wanted you to do, um, see my, my, my philosophy at the time. It's, it's so funny Zach, cause it's like, it's one of those things where until you're in the right environment surrounded by the right people, uh, it's really easy to, when you're in the wrong environment, feel like I, you're not in the right place and li- or like you're really bad at something, you know what I mean? So it was like, when I was going to graphic design school, I thought I sucked, dude. I was like, man, I'm never going to make any, like, I'm never going to be good at like art or whatever, you know, I was, I was like, I'm never going to be good at like making a living off this because I can't get this stuff down, you know, I was like, I suck, you know, and it's like, because it was like, I was surrounded by p- people that want to be graphic designers and graphic design teachers. And I was, 
more in il- I was an illustration guy, you know, and it was like I was I was trying to um, fit fit into that, and I had teachers, you know, telling me like, "Oh, you don't want you want a little bit of everything in your portfolio so you can get a little bit of every job," you know, and I was like, "Well, why don't I have a portfolio that's like." jam-packed focus towards the things that I really like doing so that like that kind of gives an example to people to be like hey um you know because it's like a lot of a lot of it seems like a lot of client work is having the work that they can see themselves in you know Mm -hmm. and so it's like you uh that was like the big thing is that having it's like I wanted to have a portfolio geared towards the work that I wanted to do right you know and that was um very uh not what they were about they they wanted they they really wanted to turn out these um graphic design these just very generic graphic designers and um it was just it was so funny because it was um i was really disheartened about it and i had several talks with like my professors just telling me like um you know it's like i had i remember my last conversation with like the head honcho and uh she was like um you know, I don't think graphic design is for you. You know, she literally told me that she's like, I think, uh, she's like, you started off really strong and, uh, you just kind of fell off. Like, she's like, I always see you doodling in your sketchbook and not paying attention. And it was just funny because it's like, I actually pay attention better when I'm drawing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but it was like one of those environments where it's like, they see you and they're like, you're not listening to me. It's like, I actually am. I'm just like, like I'm taking notes too. I'm just having to drawing. I'm like, drawing dragons while you're talking about uh you know typography so but i am listening but it's like um and but it was so funny because it was like that was a place where i felt very like i was like i'm not gonna fit in and i'm gonna suck and be a loser you know Mm. and it wasn't until i actually forgot to sign up for classes one semester and i was really late and um i was uh i was like well i want to educate myself i don't want to just sit around and not doing anything so i ended up uh getting into the ghost shrimp uh online workshop and that oh, nice that changed everything man that that really that that that, that was like super groundbreaking for me because it was like i felt like that's what i wanted my education to be the entire time yeah. um and uh it was this really awesome group of people with this overly hyped you know ghost shrimp he's he's absolutely insane he is a he's he's such a unique human being and he just has so much good insight at the same time like he's totally whack but at the same time he just has so much good just like solid like very good balance of of that you know like hands in the dirt head in the sky kind of thing you know yeah and um and that was one of those things where it was like very focused on having a portfolio of awesome work that like you of the kind of work that you want to do and being surrounded by even my classmates just being surrounded by people that were all hyped about each other's work because you know the college critiques were awful i had like a girl tell me that something i drew was ugly and that was it you know it was like <laughs> that was the constructive it, criticism yeah i was like it was like so what do you think about this cool dragon i drew and it was like <laughs> she's like i don't like the color pink on it it's ugly this thing's ugly and i was like oh okay what else she's like it's ugly i was like okay and then um so she's a bank teller now right <laughs> probably or she's some graphic designer at, at like 
a really boring graphic That's probably design. exactly what it is, which is probably far worse than being a bank teller. Sorry to all the oh, bank tellers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, she's, lawyer she's brochures. <laughs> yeah, you can make the lawyer brochures, yeah. not me. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was just so funny because it was like I was suddenly immersed in this like community of this little tiny community of people that like was everybody's instantly friends. And it was like I was actually connecting with the mentor and the people in my class and I was learning from everybody. And it was like I wasn't I just felt like I I was like in an illustration program finally. And so I finally felt like I was like, you know what, I, I might actually like have something going on here, you know? Yeah. So that was like, that was like a really big, uh, that was like a very defining moment for me, I guess, you know, it's like, I definitely learned, definitely learned a lot about myself, the process, like you do, you know, and, uh, learned, learned a lot about, learned a lot of good stuff. I'll say that. That's all. I mean, yeah, we can't all make rolling trays as a (laughs) career. Oh my God. I know. We can all hope. We can all hope to ascribe to that. He's so funny, man. Dude, that, so that was really good. If people don't know, go shrimp. Go try to find him on Instagram or Tumblr, his, web, his own website. But he just made a rolling paper, like a rolling tray for um, raw rolling papers. Yeah, no, he's Sick. he's the man. Dan is the man. Yeah. <sighs> Did you yeah. get to go shrimp camp yet? Uh, we're going to find out next month. Nice. So we're going to see. Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. I'm just like... Uh, see that's another big thing it's like i I got i got so much stuff coming up this month it's like i'm trying to move out but at the same time it's like if i if i end up getting in you know to the ghost room camp then uh like i'll be that's gonna be in july so it's like i'm gonna have to like probably pay rent and then but not be (laughs) at the place you know so which is fine you know i've been saving up so um I'm 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 hoping to get in, man. It's like I want I want to get back on boarded with all that, and um, but it's just like like I said, it was a uh, it was just a complete that that that's kind of like a brief history of my like uh, creative education, I guess, if you will, because it was just it was just one of those things, man. Where it's just I was I just wasn't the best student, you know. I really wasn't, you know. My parents would always tell me different, you know, because I was, you know, I I could get good grades in high school and all that too. Say what? Are you the only kid too? No, no. I have I have a little brother who like luckily makes up for all the. Uh, <laughs> you set the bar stuff, low for him, huh? Yeah, I know. He, he he's like, oh man, I'm so proud of him. He is uh he's an awesome kid. Is it's like I'm I feel really lucky because it's like I feel like I'm like brothers like with my best friend kind of thing. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, he's two years younger, but he's uh, people will often say he's the complete opposite of me being the. Uh, the uh, uh more i guess in the terms of like left brain right brain kind of thing where like one's more i guess creative and weird and the other's more like analytical and uh different personalities yeah yeah and but uh, you know it's like we mesh flawlessly and but it's like um it's one of those things where like he's uh he's enlisted in the navy he goes to uh he goes to this like really good college up a uh, and m and um well tom we said thanks for his and, service Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he's but he's, he's going to be, be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, right. He's he's he, he's he's wanting to get into uh, some cybersecurity stuff and all that, you know. So he's doing the he's doing the Navy bit. He's like in the ROTC program over there, like the core. So he's like 
you know, doing all that. He stays busy. He's, he's, and he's smart too. You know, he's like really school smart. <laughs> Unlike me, you know. It's but awful it, when your younger brothers are smarter than you. I'm the oldest oh, of four boys. And oh, I, really? Yeah, they're all smarter than I am. I think that's just how it is, man. They just like, uh, younger brothers just, they like osmosis, like all that stuff that you know, but then they like have their own stuff that like they grow from. Yeah, and they ultimately just become like a greater sum of you, but it's like it's fine, you know. It's like at least, see, it's like if uh, Dakota, Dakota is my brother's name. We so we all have a, a DA name. So my my family, we got you know Don, David, Dalton, and Dakota. But it's like nice, um, yeah, super super cool. But um, <laughs> like uh, so Dakota, he uh, he's like, oh, what was I saying? He. Oh, I totally lost my train of thought on that. What were we talking about? It was and like being the RTC and being smarter than everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's like it's like one of those things where it's like he gets to uh he gets to do all the uh the college work and everything and I get to go draw. <laughs> you know, it's like someone's gotta do it, you know. It's like I always felt that way in high school too. It was like when I was trying to amuse my parents doing sports. Because mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> my dad you know, my you know, my dad was uh really into it. They, you know, not that they not that they cared any different um, whether I did. They just wanted me to be involved in something. But at the time, I thought that meant that I had to be in some sort of sports activity. Yeah. Which I shouldn't have been, man. My, my, my favorite part of sports was when I got hurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, then I got to be a part of it, but I didn't have to do it, you know. And then it was like, it was bad, but... You know, it was one of those things where it was like, I remember there was a, he was, he was always really good at it. Very athletic kid too. And, um, he, you know, there was kind of a point where I was like, you know, Dakota's like so good at sports and all that, that I'm going to let him cover the sports portion of it. (laughs) You know, like I'll just, I'll find some extracurricular activities and, uh, just get really into my drawing and all that. But nice stay in the background i like it it's a good job right yeah just coast in the background man (laughs) perfect but yeah it was it was really funny because i feel like um oh high school was whack but i will say that uh as as i'm probably speaking for you know a lot of the population (laughs) high school is high school is bad (laughs) especially the creative ones we didn't all have a bad one but some of us did it's like I, I feel like uh, I was talking to my friend about this the other day. It's like I feel like I'm always trying to look back at high school and like gleam something that I was like, you know what? It was that bad. But I'm like, mm. you know, I'm mean, <laughs> sure it was like, sure, you know, you had your good moments. You're always going to have your good moments and your bad moments. And maybe I think the general idea is that, yeah, it was kind of like a, just a weird time for everybody. But yeah, um, I will say high school was what um, – at least like in high school, the time period was when I started to uh, really take my art a lot more seriously. Cause I was like one of those things where I was always drawing um, and I, I knew I was really into it, uh, but it was like, it was, uh, it wasn't until I was a junior that um, I, I had, there was like a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Did you have and, like a great art teacher? In oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. She was like, she's just this amazing human being that was always like trying to tap into her students potential and you know she was she's miss awesome you know shout out to miss williams out there what you up, know williams? hey miss williams <laughs> keeping it easy but uh you know she's so fu- <laughs> it's so funny though because it's like uh 
I still don't know how to interpret this, but it was like when I graduated, uh, you know, it's like I was, I was always taking art classes with her and she was like a big role model to me. Um, and, uh, she, I was like, I was like at the end of, uh, my, my senior year, I was like, thank you for, you know, I wanted to thank you for all that you've taught me, you know, throughout the years. And then she looked at me and she's like, I haven't taught you anything. And then I was like, I don't know what that means. It's like, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if that means I was just doing my own thing the whole time. Or if I was like, I mean, I definitely gleaned a lot of stuff from her, you know? So it's like, I don't know if that was like, I don't know what that means, man. I was, you know, I was like, I, I was like, I don't know. We cool. We're, we're cool. But you know, was like, uh, I, I think about that sometimes when I'm laying in bed at night and I'm like, what did you mean, Miss Williams? <laughs> what did you mean you didn't teach me anything? She walked, she like walked away cause she had meant to say, cause you taught me, but she like totally forgot to say. It. Right. Right. Yeah. She just, she probably meant to say something else, you know, but <laughs> no, it was uh, later. Oh man, it was it was high school art class, man. It was uh that was um it was it was uh I will say it was so funny because it was outside of the art class. I feel like when I started taking the art more seriously though because it was like uh I feel like um it's it's really funny but uh so like a big part of high school what was hard for me was relationships um and uh that was like it seemed like that was like when i was like really tested a lot um on my like levels of like just teenage angst and everything because i had a lot of i had i just had a lot of uh relationship anxiety and things like that and um just like a, a bunch of different uh you know when you're young and in love there's a lot of weird things going through your head you know and so it's like I feel like it was like when I got my heart broken my junior year that I was like, that was like, it was like this like death and rebirth kind of thing. Um, that was when I started taking my, I, I remember I was, I, I remember the exact moment. It was, uh, I was listening to, I think I was listening to Fleet Foxes or something like that. You and um, you heartbroken. You were definitely listening to Fleet Foxes. Yes, absolutely. Sitting in my room. You know, with a lamp, with like, uh, yeah, it was like a lamp was on. I was like, literally, I think I was like in fetal position on the floor or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just like, um, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I don't have another person anymore, but I want to do something that uh, I love and that, like, I wanted I, I wanted to devote the rest of my life to something that wasn't going to feel like it didn't love me anymore, you know? Mm. And like, which sounds really intense, but it was like, uh, that was like the kind of the thing that like, that was like the mindset that I had when I started, when I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to drawing, you know? And so like, it's just so funny because it's like, um, the kind of, uh, the kind of rebirths i guess we go through when you know we make these the kind of the kind of things that like transition us into these like really big modes in our life you know because it was like this big uh you know it's one of those things where it's like i like i said you know like i i had a lot of trouble um with with i <laughs> had a lot of trouble with the, with the ladies in uh in high school you know and so it was like one of those things where it's like even though that was something that was very hard for me it ultimately led me um 
to do to really hyper focus on the thing that I uh, would be the most impactful in my life. I would say, you know. Yeah, I so. think going back to what we talked about first with the dinosaurs and the meteorite, it's cool just how mm-hmm. the small changes. I, I know that heavy heart yeah, yeah. high school feels really big, but on the grand scheme, it's such a small. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Just so much in. It's one of the best parts about being alive is all the small changes that come and give you more and more chances and rebirths. And yeah, yeah, it's it's just like once you realize that you know it's like I'm still alive and I still have a chance to like, you know, make some really amazing things happen. You know, it's like it starts to I don't know all the all the other stuff starts to really it just all kind of falls into place, doesn't it? It's really funny like that. Because yeah, it's exactly what you said with like the the dinosaur thing. You know, it's like uh, it's like the um, it's like one small little mutation or like malfunction in the system, and then you have like this grand thing that emerges from it. You know, but it doesn't. It never seems like it at the time. It's usually like a like a coincidence or a misunderstanding or something. Yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. And it's it's just really funny how it works out like that, man. Life, life's funny is the life's funny. <laughs> it's the biggest thing I've learned lately. Let me tell you. Like I started, like now I'm doing motion design for mm-hmm. a company and I love it. I love working with them and I've been learning more for like the last two years, but I started as a photographer because I knew mm-hmm. how to do cameras. And then this college like six years ago was hiring a designer and a photographer. And I was like, I know how to use Illustrator and Photoshop. Yeah. Uh, and nice. they did. So I went from photographer to designer to video producer to animator. Just Oh, wow. Because I, and I think another big part of those moments you're talking mm-hmm. about is the ability to say yes to something. Yes. Like you didn't say absolutely. no, you said yes to the next thing. Yeah. It's because like, you have you to answer the no. call. Yeah, you, know? you could have said no and stayed in fleet foxes and dashboard confessional and <laughs> yep. what other, whatever other crap was there. Mm-hmm. You were a sophomore, but you know, you didn't, you said yes to the next thing and you got up and moved on and then you'll get to do that again in a couple of years or tomorrow yeah, or whenever the next thing comes. <laughs> absolutely, man. It's no, that's a really good point. It's just, it's answering that call, you know, that's, it's, that's what it's all about. It's just really funny. Cause it's just, I don't know that that's the more that I go about life, I guess, is uh, the more, I guess the more funny it becomes, you know, all the time because there's so there's just so many things that you take so seriously when you're young and you think it's it's the end all be all or it's the end of the world and it just it it, it comes back in really funny ways, you know. Yep. And um, you know. I'm a big fan of absurdism, like the philosophy, kind of the idea like the universe is irrational and meaningless, but the search yeah. for meaning is very funny. I would have to agree with that. Yeah, I would. I would have to. I. I, th- I feel like I just aligned with that a lot. <laughs> um, what was it? It's like I, I think it's like Neil deGrasse Tyson or something said like the 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 universe doesn't owe you an explanation or something along those lines or it doesn't need. It was like the universe doesn't owe you to make sense or something or I don't know. It was, it was something along those lines. It makes sense. Here's the definition I found of absurdism. 
It's the belief that the search of meaning is inherently in conflict with the actual lack of meaning, but that one should both accept this and simultaneously rebel against it by embracing what life has to offer. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I'm so, so about it. <laughs> Absurdist life. There you go, man. <laughs> there it is. Get a shirt, man. We'll do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get the absurd uh, <laughs> the absurdist life. Um when are you going to make a book? I know you love books and you love video game books and oh, collections of monsters and dinosaurs. You've I'm wanting to. now. Yeah, yeah, I would I would hope so. I would um I I think the next big thing is that I'm going to be um because I'm, you know, I'm chucking along with my stickers and everything and doing the uh, sticker designs and um I'm wanting to I actually just picked up another B series the other day. I got the uh the Pathfinder uh, nice. Bestiary Four. It's got a bunch of Cthulhu stuff in it. It's very cool. But um, like uh, I'm, I'm wanting to do a little uh, zine, like uh, a summon Bestiary. You know, because oh. I got my sticker summons. So I'm wanting to do like a little like summoners, uh, a book of summons kind of thing. And um, but it, it's like I always, I think that's the problem. Is so I, I was like, I, I always feel like I need more content for it. You know, <laughs> yeah. for like things. I'm like. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this after I make five more of these. And then, you know, and it's like, so hopefully I'll, I'll uh, be putting that together soon. I just, um, yeah, I want to, I want to get back into making zines. Cause that, that was a really big thing for me too, is, uh, was in early college. I had this English professor that, um, shout out to Mr. Gasparro, you know, <laughs> that was, that was like a really big mentor of mine too. Yeah. Um, he, I, I had made as I had like seen uh, an artist like make these really cool character zines. So I was like, oh, I don't know what a zine is, but I want to make that, you know. And so uh, I made one and I showed it to him, and he's like, you know, this is called a zine, right? I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, you know, they have something called Zine Fest, right? I was like, what? So it was like that year I signed up for a uh, Zine Fest Houston, and um, I started like tabling and uh, meeting some of the getting acquainted with the houston art crowd and all that so that was really cool um it's been a it's been a long time since i put a zine together man i i've i've really wanted to do that yeah do it man i didn't know there was a zine fest atlanta that's pretty cool oh that is cool plus you've got like flat stock near you with mondo and everything oh right right yeah there, there's there's like a lot of uh i think we have like staple or something too in austin uh, which is like apparently like a big small press expo. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely want to get back into the, the zine stuff too. And it's like, I feel like, I feel like now that I'm trying to focus more on my um, like freestyle drawing and like uh, doodling, um, I feel like that would probably fit well into a zine. Just put cool Thulu yeah. on the front of it. And just cool Thulu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You could also have called him Dad Thulu. I felt Dad, like I, I was considering that very heavily because I'm glad you pointed that out because I was very. Oh, can I make one point real quick just to like to all Absolutely. to you and the listeners? Um, I'd like to take the frame the phrase "Daddy" back <laughs> as a father of two kids. You guys are totally <laughs> fucked up, Daddy, and I want it back. <laughs> It's awful. Oh man, that's like, so funny. Every time funny. my like seven year old daughter calls me daddy in public, there's a part of me that just kind of shudders and dies a little bit. 
<laughs> I, I always about. I always heard people talking about that, but I've never heard it from a parent yet. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> I love it. I just I just want oh, that man. one word back. You can have everything else. Oh man. <laughs> it's such a, oh gosh it's such a good word though zach but it i is. understand in the yeah. context of your children it yeah. might not be you know it's <laughs> yeah we're good you know yeah, we're just gonna it's fine things. just as long as people don't be creepy about it yeah <laughs> hopefully not there's so oh, many gosh. terrible dads out there it's like you know, like for my approach to being a dad is to do the exact opposite of what my dad did. Oh, really? <laughs> Growing up, and I grew up like in a like an abusive household with like alcohol oh, problems no. and like mental disorders and stuff. I mean, mm. it is what it is. Like, um, yeah, it sucked, but I wouldn't be the yeah. man and the person I am today. Yeah, yeah. Through that experience. Yeah, mm. wouldn't wish on anybody but it is what it is but yeah it's kind of like yeah it's just this is the roll the roll the dice yeah. isn't it man yeah so we you know we we're, we're here now we're not there anymore you don't you don't dwell sure on you move on and yeah absolutely that he did but yeah he was a bad example of the word dad but i'm okay oh, i'm not the worst dad in the world <laughs> yeah you seem like good dad <laughs> Yeah, that's what this show is now. It's me fishing for it's me like fishing for compliments on my parenting styles. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm pretty (laughs) cool, dad. Yeah, it's so funny because it's like my. I feel like I've. I feel like I've just become more of a dad. Like it's kind of like what I was saying earlier. You know, like I'm becoming more like. I feel like I'm becoming more like my dad in a way. Uh, which is, I feel like it's more of like not taking bullshit from people kind of thing. But it's like, (laughs) yeah. Um. But at the same time, it's like my dad. My dad makes me want to be a dad. I gotta say, you know, he's just he's like one of those guys that's like, man, you make seem being a dad cool, you know. But it's like he's, but he's such a dad, you know. And it's like, I feel like I'm trying to manifest my dad sona, where it's like <laughs> I'm wearing wearing dad hats and khaki shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> oh and shit! I just got khaki day. pants the other day. Fuck. Yeah. It's happening, dude. It's happening. You don't even know. I Your dad's my, Sona. I got rid of my cargo pants, though. That counts for something. I think that was more letting high school go than <laughs> right. becoming a dad. Just letting a different phase go, yeah. but a new a new one must come in its place, egg. That's right. I, I just wish camo cargo pants could come back. No, I don't. Oh, man. <laughs> those were not a good look. Oh, dude. Those, like, only look good with, like, a couple shirts. It's like a black shirt, you know, like, look good with that. You know? I remember Fred that. Durst. Oh, no. The lead singer of Link. I just said Fred Durst. What? Limp Biscuit. That's what band it was. Mm. Oh, gee. You don't know who Limp Biscuit is. All right. This has been a fun show. I know of, <laughs> <laughs> I know of Limp Biscuit. No, I but I, well, I meant to tell it. you, circling way back. I'm glad to know you watched Jurassic Park at four and turned out okay because that's what I—that's how old my son was. I let him watch it, the first mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. Hey, I'm a living like, example of yeah. Jurassic Park at a young age, man. I saw it when it was—I saw it when I was like six. No, mm-hmm. let's see. When did it come out? We talked about it earlier. I want to say 1995, but we'll 90, see. 93. Oh, 93. Oh, okay, okay. So I, I was nine. I saw it in theaters. Oh, dude, I couldn't have imagined. (laughs) I was great until that part when the Velociraptor, like, jumps into the air conditioner. 
Oh man, it's that actually the second episode in a row where we've talked about Jurassic Park. It's kind of funny. oh really it's popping. Up. Oh good, yeah. Let's go. We gotta keep it going. All right, third podcaster, whoever you are, let's find another. We got mention Jurassic Park, please. Is um, yeah, I think I think the second Jurassic Park. Oh no. Okay, yeah, the, the 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 one scene in Jurassic Park uh, that messed me up was, like, the Dilophosaurus scene where, like, the guy's in the car and it, like, spits the poison in his eye. The, oh, yeah. The, yeah, that, that scene was a little little gritty for me. <laughs> That's right. And then uh, the, the second one, uh, I think Lost World, mm-hmm. it was uh, when all the, the little small, like, compies you know the little green ones uh that little girl or no after the guy when he falls after the guy that was that was like really unsettling for me the little girl's the third one right i think that's the second one i think that is the second one right at the beginning what happens what happens in the third one the the third one is when they're like parasailing the tree yeah 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 god that movie hey cat I know. I'm surprised my cat hasn't rejoined. Yeah. <laughs> chewing. I have a bunch of Lego pieces on my desk. And nice. She's chewing on them. Because why not? Right. Looks like she's about to shit on my head. Um, I know. I thought, I thought she was like itching her butt on you. She's mad like, at me. She's like, nice. Well, I'm going to go look and see if they announced a new Pokemon game yet. Hopefully oh, by the time snap. this episode comes out, they will have. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. Well, dude, thanks for thanks joining it. us today. Oh, absolutely. It's it's been great, Zach. I'm 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 really glad you got I got that first podcast down, man. Oh, this is, this this is your this first is one? one. This is my very first podcast. Nice. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. I'm not gonna make any gross jokes about it, but you did. It. I, I was literally thinking I was like, <laughs> I'll let him say it, you know, if we're gonna get there. Listeners, you know, okay. I it was more sweet. It was more sweet and gentle than that. I'm not gonna make that. <laughs> oh man i wish i could have said that about mine zach i really did but all righty zach well uh is there anything uh, before you go is there anything you want to share like where people can find you online or like the yeah, store or um okay so i'm most active uh i post all my work um uh instagram uh dalton doodles uh and uh i'm currently working on a project called sticker summoner uh it's like basically uh enchanting your stuff with like arcane potential kind of thing aka like using stickers it's like a character design project where uh you know it's fun you might like it <laughs> sticker summoner.storeenv.com links in the uh the instagram and all that but yeah handle yeah, Instagram is at uh, Dalton Doodles. So, cool, well, Dalton. It was good to finally get to talk to you after. Yeah, it was great talking to you too, Zach. Well, I meant well, to, uh, I've got that one picture. I'm pointing where the thing is at. It's a, uh, I think it was watercolor you did. Does mm-hmm. that sound right? And it's like a cave with a bunch of drawings on it, and then it's broken open to the outside, and there's a uh, like these space type creatures floating. Oh what! <laughs> I don't even know. You're gonna have to send your, me. It was in your that. sketchbook, and you put it on Instagram, and I said I want to buy that from you, and you sold it to me. Whoa. And I'll oh, it. I do remember that. Yes, and uh, I do. I'll post a picture of it in the show notes. But I wanted to say that I thought that was a great embodiment 
of your idea of taking all these things you loved as a kid and holding on to them, but then also moving forward with the things you love in the background. Yeah, so, yeah. Congratulations, you did it. Oh, thanks, Zach. That's very sweet. <laughs> I did it. But yeah, we'll have you on again in the future. And uh, yeah, man, I'll talk to you soon. Let's do it, man. It's been fun. You take it easy. All right, have a good one. All right, bye. That's it. That was my conversation with Dalton. That dude is silly and way more talented than he probably should be. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I like his work though, and he's a cool dude. So uh check him out again on Instagram at Dalton Doodles. He mentioned Tumblr there, but when I recorded this, I guess Tumblr was still a viable option to play stuff online. I don't think it is anymore. Our new theme songs is Everything Went Quiet and I Was Eight Again by Cat Beats. Thank you guys for sticking around since last summer and checking out this episode. Uh, there'll be more coming soon, and I love you.